I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. Howdy, howdy, howdy. (laughs) Here we are, another episode of Renovation Made Right. I decided to mix it up there. I'm making Meryl laugh. And that's really my only goal in life. This is Brenda Bryant. And this is David Bryant. <laughs> and we want to welcome you back to Renders Me Right. We're getting like punch drunk that, here. I don't, no, don't we me. Okay, me. You. Just me. Yeah, you. Yeah. You know, when we do, when we record these late in the afternoon, I just, there's something that goes decidedly wrong okay, in my make, head. Make a note. It needs to be morning. Apparently. More morning apparently is better Brenda, Brenda's a morning person, apparently. I am. I well, am. We've been married 34 years and we're figuring that out now. So let's go ahead. <laughs> I'm not really a morning person either, but you yeah. know, it depends yeah. how early we're talking. You, you pick a time, honey. All right. Whatever works for you. Well, today we're going to do a little Q&A. So we've got a question that was emailed in and this is from, I'm sorry, Brian. And Brian is uh, asking a question about this house that he's renovating. So he said, I've been listening to you since the early days, and I recently undertook a kitchen renovation, which I felt more confident doing thanks to your show. Awesome. Congrats, Brian. We have a tiny 650 square feet house built, uh, which is, by the way, still big for tiny house standards. Well, I don't think he's suggesting it's a tiny house. Mm. I think he's suggesting it's a tiny house. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're punch drunk too. Anyway, uh, we have a tiny 650 square foot house built in the 60s as a summer cottage. We want to turn it into our forever home and are working through one room at a time on a small budget. My next project, or at least one of many, is addressing some annoying features in the bathroom. One thing I want to do is address how the low head height in our shower. The bathroom is in a lean-to addition with sloping ceilings. The height is about six feet mid-slope. I'm thinking of installing a skylight in the shower in order to get extra height and light. Can that be done? Or would having a window that close to moisture be problematic? Below is a photo of the space. I think we can put that in our links so that people get an idea of it. So first, Brian, thank you very much for the, for the, uh, for the question and thank you for the photos. And I love the fact that the house is 650 square feet. That is tiny, but it, that when you have a home that size, it makes everything you do, like the the... the, the the final details, everything really important. Yep. Right? Every every inch matters, and every decision matters. And you know, trying to get a little more headroom uh, makes a big difference as well. So, um, for our audience, <clears throat> what basically exists here is a tiled shower that's a three sided shower, open on one end, and uh, the open end is obviously the end that has the curtain that would go in place, and then there's a sloped ceiling over the shower. Now. As you've already decided or described, it's relatively low headroom. Mm-hmm. So you're looking to increase the headroom um, by potentially putting a skylight in the shower. And some folks may be like, okay, so why is that going to change this, the height of the ceiling? Well, 
your skylight, when you put a skylight in a space, the skylight sits up on top of the rafters. And so you would gain the width or the thickness of the rafters. Now, I don't know, we didn't talk about where this house is located, um, but you did talk about the fact that it's sort of a summer cottage. And so my guess is it's not very heavily framed, meaning that the rafters aren't very thick. So you might have two by six or two by eight rafters. Mm -hmm. But even if you did only have two by six rafters, that would be likely the smallest rafter you'd ever have. Um, even if you did have that, you could increase your ceiling height by five and a half inches if you put a skylight on top of the roof and you cut the rafters out. Now, hopefully it goes without saying, but you don't get to just cut the rafters out, obviously. You got to do some reframing so you maintain the structural integrity of the roof. Right. Right. So you don't want the bathroom falling over. Right. right. Now, you have YouTube available, so there's plenty of resources there to get into the actual reframing and the things that you need to be thinking about. But um, but there are a couple of concerns that come to mind, right? So it's a shower, and so obviously in a shower we generate a lot of moisture, right? a lot of steam. Also, although I don't have pictures of the whole bathroom, from the pictures I do have, I don't see anything that shows any kind of ventilation, right? So that's my first concern. Yes, right? big concern. <clears throat> and the other thing is... Uh, um, we don't get any, we're, we're not aligned with this company. We don't get any uh, special benefits in this company. But the only skylight that we will use is from a manufacturer called Velux. And uh, Velux makes a very good skylight that is well thought through, well engineered, and generally speaking, when installed properly, doesn't ever leak and doesn't leak for a really, really long time. So that's a good thing. I'd encourage you to look at a Velux skylight. Well, those are two different things. You said doesn't ever leak and doesn't leak for a really, really long time. Are those the words you meant to use? Because doesn't ever and not for a really long time. So I guess when I said doesn't ever, I was thinking after installation, there's a very, very likely, very low likelihood of, install, of, of leaking problems. And then when I said for a long time, I was thinking 25 years later, they still aren't leaking. Okay. Thank Good. you for parsing my words so carefully. Well, I just it I just want people to know no, that I, you know, I, like I, they might be going, "What?" So I just want to clarify. I th that that's the tiny house, tiny house that we were talking about earlier. Exactly. <laughs> all right, my apologies if, if anyone else was confused. I apologize. If they all were. Okay. If that makes you feel better to believe that, that's fine. <laughs> so so here's the problem. Um, the Velux skylights only make um, wood frame skylights. So I have a little bit of aversion to making the recommendation to say, oh, go ahead and pop a skylight into your shower because it's like, as you said, it's a small space and it's going to be in close proximity to the ceiling, to, I'm sorry, to the shower head and close proximity to the steam because there's just not that much room for it to go. Mm -hmm. And because it's going to be wood, uh, it has more propensity for the finish not to necessarily hold to it if the moisture gets in there or for you to have a mold or mildew problem and so forth. So here's my suggestion. And, and, and I did a little bit of quick research and I wasn't able to find any vinyl skylight manufacturers or aluminum skylight manufacturers that I would feel comfortable with. You might be able to find one, but in the end, uh, having a skylight that's got some structural integrity and a good flashing system is probably more important than anything else. Mm -hmm. So Here's my suggestion. If you go with a Velux skylight, uh, and they come in a variety of different sizes that are that can work for this space, what I would really encourage you to do is make sure that, frankly, before it's in place, you do a great job at sealing every single piece of wood in the skylight. So mm -hmm. a really good primer and then multiple good top coats 
uh, to give yourself a really good buildup of finish, right? So that's job number one. Um, and if you've done that well, that's going to buy you a, a nice amount of longevity for having a skylight in the space. Would it make sense to use like a marine grade paint? So that's a good question. I don't, I don't think so because the marine grade paint design is different in that it's actually trying to inhibit microorganism, microorganism growth mm -hmm. for boats that for 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 surfaces that are actually staying in the water. Right. This is a different situation than that. If anything, you might put in. Uh, you know, a mold inhibitor. You might put a mold yeah. ad inhibitor additive to the paint. That mm -hmm. might that might help you as well. But really, what I'm thinking of is okay. Just make sure that everything is well sealed. Mm -hmm. Now you can buy skylights like that pre-primed, which is great. Um, but you want to get in there and just make sure that you don't have any exposed wood that's got the potential to experience moisture. Mm -hmm. Now, the follow-up to that is, I would rec I would not recommend you do any of this at all unless you also combine um, really good ventilation in the shower, right? Yep. And what I mean by that is I don't mean ventilation in the bathroom. What I don't want you to do is let moisture uh, basically congregate in the shower and then suck it across the ceiling mm -hmm. um, by putting your vent fan in an area that's away from the shower. I would like the vent fan to be in the shower proper, right? And there's a lot of different ways to do that. You can actually put a remote unit where the, the actual vent itself the, the the mechanism is somewhere else but the exhaust port or the answers i'm sorry the intake port is in the shower so there's a manufacturer called fantech uh they make uh boxes where the the fan you can put somewhere else and you just need to run uh, a hose to the area that you want to exhaust and then they'll put a nice you know five inch diameter or four inch diameter uh, trim on it yeah it looks almost like a like a recess can trim. it looks a little yeah. like a recess can trim exactly and you can buy those fans in multiple sizes. And, and as we've talked about on the show, uh, all ventilation is, is basically sized in what they call CFM, stands for cubic foot per minute. It's how many cubic feet per minute uh, that, the, that the fan will move. So envision that as like a basketball, is about a cubic foot. So how many of those you can exhaust from a given space? Uh, and, and that may help you get a handle on it. Um, the minimum is like 50 cubic feet, uh, or maybe even 40. We don't ever go that down yeah, that road. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, I prefer more ventilation than less. So the, uh, when, as an example, we just did a renovation in our project. We put a 110 CFM fan, and there is nothing in our bathroom uh, other than the glass enclosure of the shower that gets steam. Mm -hmm. And even that uh, only gets steam down low. So the steam up high doesn't happen at all. And the steam never migrates to the mirrors or migrates outside the bathroom, right? outside the shower. And that's super important too, because if because your ceiling is low and the glass is going to be above it, the steam gets up there, it's going to sit up there, it's going to drip to the edges, right? Uh, yeah, so in this addition is not which, great. In addition to which, forget the skylight. Even if you chose not to do the skylight, you still um, are reducing the likelihood of mold and mildew growth in the future, and mm -hmm. you're making a healthier space. Mm -hmm. So putting in really good ventilation, and it, it may be a little more invasive because you actually may have to put that ventilation up in the rafter because, again, you have this open cathedral-type ceiling. Um, so you may have to do a little more demolition than you might be thinking to allow the ductwork to be located where you want it to be. But regardless, you're going to do a fair amount of gutting anyway, given that you want to get the skylight in there. So... So there's the, the general recommendation is um, give you a green light on the skylight idea, but not without some caveats, not without making sure you've sealed the heck out of the wood so it's never going to see the moisture and 
that you are putting in a great vent system so that any moisture that is being, I shouldn't say any, the bulk of the moisture that's being generated will actually be extracted from the shower and not cause a problem with your brand new skylight. That sounds good. What do you think? I think that's the answer. All right. Thank you for not criticizing that part of my answer. Well, give me time. <laughs> I'll get to it. So, Brian, again, thanks. We really appreciate you uh, asking the question, and uh, and hopefully you find some value in that. Uh, and thank you for listening, and, and glad that we were able to be helpful on the kitchen side of things. Um, and, uh, and good luck with your uh, continued renovation. It sounds like a fun space. Exactly. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review.